We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Crenshaw doing his air drum over here. The greatest drum fill in music history. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That is uh, Phil Collins. I was coming driving back yesterday, and there was one song by Phil Collins followed by a song by Glenn Fry. Two lead singers, if you will. Of course, Glenn Fry and Don Henley, both kind of lead singers. But their solo careers did it morph the band that they were in. Glenn Fry and Phil Collins. Start with Glenn Fry. Did his solo career morph what he did with the Eagles? My answer is not even close. No. 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 But Phil Collins, did his solo career morph what he did with Genesis? Yeah, but they all broke off and did things. Well, only Peter Peter Gabriel left before. That's what that's what turned Phil Collins into the lead singer when Peter Gabriel left. But yeah. Yeah. There's some little insignificant thing there. Anyway, yeah. top of the hour here we say to you, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 thegamecom Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning to you fine folks in Fairburn. 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 Well, we mentioned Fairburn. We mentioned uh, Fairburn. Uh, we mentioned um, um, Langston Hughes. Langston, no, not Langston Hughes. Creekside. Creekside. I always mess that one up. You, yeah, yeah. You can't you got to get your, your South Atlantas right, man, because that's – you know, it's a tough part of town. Nobody wants to go play down any of them places on Friday night, be it Westlake, Creekside, Langston Hughes, or Hateville Charter. Nobody wants to see any of them folks on Friday night. You're all, you all, you all going to come back with an L. And you will uh, be talking about that in the upcoming high school football scoreboard show, the award-winning – I know it ain't – but award-winning. If you start saying that enough in the beginning, people will believe so? it. Yeah, award-winning. Award win- That's what you say about in, Bugs Bunny before in, he even won one. In the That's an award-winning area. rabbit. No, 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 he's an Oscar-winning rapper. That's right. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. You're right. Actually, I think he did win one. So uh, they could say that. They could say Somebody that. Somebody would have sued a Warner Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One they, of them. They were always saying that about it. Oh, that Oscar-winning Bugs, rapper. Bugs is the best. He's just the greatest as we talk about actors. And later on this hour, I'll let you know what's going on. Is Sarah's jobs in front of and behind the camera with a casting call here. We have a poll question out here, and I'm not doing it again. Until you guys see these movies, you can't be interrupting my little raps here talking about that one of the greatest speeches in movie history. 
And I didn't get a chance to finish the end there, but that was James Conn. We've been talking about with the passing of James Conn, but, man, you talk about tough guys we lost recently from Ray Liotta. We just lost um, Tony Sirico, Paulie Walnuts from The Sopranos. Um, and then James Conn, you know, Tony Saragusa, football player, but he was Tony Soprano's bodyguard for a yeah, minute yeah. there for a little bit. But uh, yeah. just some guys associated with that genre of music, but oh, movies. Yeah. But what was your favorite James Conn movie? If not one of these three, you can click other. Godfather, Brian Song, Misery, or other. And speaking and of pics of Misery, we're nine floors up and looking at this rain. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a minute, how that's going to affect what's going on today. But do we have an update on the poll, Eric? Absolutely we do. Thank you for all who have voted. So far, not to be surprising, uh, Godfather is coming in first with a 40% of the vote. And right down the middle uh, Misery and Brian Song are tied at 23% <laughs> with a little bit of the other coming in 11, and most of the other is the elf. They've all commented down at the bottom. Can you promise me something? I'll try. Eric, yeah. can you watch that movie by next week's show? Elf? No. Godfather. By next week's show? It's a week. It's a w- Actually, it's eight days. It's a Beatles song. <laughs> all right? No, not the Beatles song. It is a Beatles song. It's eight days a week. You got eight days. Can you do it? Yeah. Just watch. That'll uh, be more relatable to things that, you know, little nuances that we bring up on the show. Plus, it's a great movie. I mean, I mean, I know the, you know, leave no, the gun, you take watch the cannoli. It. <laughs> you got to watch it, okay? I ain't even saying you got to watch Godfather 2, which, by the way, is the best sequel, period. Right. Yeah. Pacino was not in one, right? Am I right about that? He was. He came on in two? You, you, you got to watch the movie. All right. All of course right, I he's got in you. it. He's in all three. He's, he's Okay. <laughs> Listeners, yes. uh, East Slaughter for real is my Twitter. If, if if I don't watch it by next week, y'all can call no, me. No, just come in a minute and just don't. Just come say I didn't have a chance to watch no, it. But I'm asking fi- you, I will find can a you way. watch that? I will find a way. Thank I you. promise you. Thank you. There we go. Right. That's easy. Now we're looking outside. It's raining. That and that that, that, <sighs> that gives a, gives a little worry for our, what's going to go on down at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Yeah, it does. And we, things we, are going to get going. We, and we hope it all blows out of here. You know, today, so tomorrow they can focus on racing. But they're supposed to be racing. They got racing today, man. Quaker State for um. Let's see. That's the the four hundred. They got the uh, the pre race. You got all this stuff going on. Well, the, the, you got, well, today you got the uh, two fifty. Two fifty. Yeah. And so that's they got qualifying for that. Supposed to start. Wow, ten o'clock. And they got qualifying. They say here. I'm looking Qual- at stuff. Quali- right, qualifying. They're gonna because you know what they stopped doing qualifying at all the tracks last year. They started doing some just where you were with points. So they are going to bring qualifying because it's just a second time running on this new configuration. And so they are going to do the qualified 11.35, weather permitting, um, we'll do that. And then they're going to have some music, too. Supposed to have music today. Let's see. we, we got a lot of music happening down there. At 3 o'clock, Candlebox. I suppose it's a pre-race concert, part of the uh, Revs and Riffs NASCAR Weekend Series. And then after the race is Blackberry Smoke. Uh, that's going up this evening at 8.30. So they got a lot of, you know, that's, that's at the— Blackberry uh, Smoke? That's at the Peach Pit. Okay. At the Peach Pit. It's like a cool place to hang out. I still oh. think about, and I ain't gonna do it, but I would just love to go down there and just watch some folks. Like I like to see you do it, but yeah. you wouldn't either. I don't want you getting hurt. Oh, the, the, the mechanical, mechanical bulls, mechanical man. Bull. Like if I don't trust the person that's running, I ain't getting on. <laughs> that's it. What do you mean running? I thought you put a quarter in the thing and just sit on it. Oh no! Oh, you got different speeds, no, right? That's, that's somebody working at the. Oh no. yeah, you, you never actually seen that in person, have you? No, I haven't. Yo, I've seen it in person, and it depends on who, who's running it. Yeah, so man. you got you got to tip the guy who's running the machine, right? On the machine, see who's running running that thing. Man. You talked about what's going on there and the qualifying and why they do it uh, the way they do, and and the newness of this 
you know, this it's like a brand new track. Well, listen, we had Brandon Hutchinson on last week, and he was talking about that and the new pavement. Yes, we went from twenty-four degrees from twenty to twenty-eight degrees. I'll tell you, not only did it surprise and delight everybody that chose to come and watch on TV, it produced forty-six lead changes amongst twenty different drivers, passes for position all day long. It was the most exciting race that has ever been run at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Now that's Brandon Hutchison. Uh, let me get this right. Executive Vice President and General Manager. That's him of Atlanta Motor Speedway. There you go. Talking Four, about six lead changes. Yeah, well, the, it, the pavement that we all talked about that was going to happen after the first race. Mm-hmm. These guys have now, or the last race, I should say, last year, coming into this season and what that was like. And actually, if we got number four ready to go here, he talked about well, just that. That once it got down and all these lead changes, it was like a completely different situation going on. We turned a 1.5, 1.4-mile intermediate track into a super speedway. That's never been done before. Don't know that it'll ever be done again. So if you love to watch that pack racing, if you love the edge of the seat, not knowing what's going to happen from second to second, Atlanta Motor Speedway is now that. Wow. That's Brendan Hutchinson talking about what you can expect if you go down to Now, one thing I wonder about, um, is heat being a factor? The spring race, the temperatures were one thing. We know what temperatures and the humidity are like right now. And I don't know if tires will be a concern tomorrow, Greg. You know, I, 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 I don't, don't know how are they going to gauge that because that's the thing I think that will be different this time around than when they came uh, earlier in the year. The temperatures are going to be a little bit hotter, along with them, you know, having an, another opportunity with, uh, with, with that, with that next-gen car. You know, you know what they say about great minds? All right. How they think alike, and there's some some sort of synergy going on. Just got to reach out from Brandon. Okay, I mean literally, just a you know a reminder. And he doesn't do this. He wasn't pushing. He was reaching. Yeah. Out. This is his show, man. He loves coming on with yeah. us and talking, yeah. with, and he's listening and all that. And then all of a sudden, as he was thinking about reaching out to us, we start talking about the race day <laughs> and how. Listen, say what you will about the rain. It ain't going to be going. In fact, it's already stopped here. Yeah, I mean it's slowing down. Yeah. But it's still it's about going out there and experiencing it. And while the rain may put a little bit of a I hate using this damper <laughs> on yeah. a lot of things you could do or some things you could do, it's still the experience of being out there and seeing it. Stuff is still going on. What do we got? Eight we we're twenty minutes away from the fan zone opens. Right? Nine thirty. Gates thirteen, fifteen, and the suite level open. You got qualifying, which is going to start around ten o'clock. So if the rain does affect a little bit of these start times, they're still going to get all this in. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what oh. I say? Oh, okay, an hour and twenty minutes. Okay, gotcha. So the and there's, it's still there, going to be there. It, things to see and do throughout the. They even have a movie night tonight and uh, fireworks uh, tonight about ten forty-five. So I mean, you go down there, just yes. That's why some people on race week have their RVs, and they show up like on Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday and just hang out because there's going to be all kind of entertainment for them. Now. And you talked about Candlebox, yeah. that concert and all that stuff. Just to remind you, the uh, Xfinity race, kids are free. Wow. Kids get in free. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kids yeah. are free today for the Xfinity race. So there, go. there you go. Because um, well, you're going to see the Cup guys do qualifying. Uh, they're going to do qualifying as well at 1135. They're set to do it. They may have to drive the track. 
and may delay it a bit, but they're still looking to come off today. Chase Elliott, by the way, uh, leads in points right now. Here's our points leader, um, of course, from Dawsonville and, of course, a great racing legacy. But he has yet to win on his home track. You know, he's never won out there. You know, dad won out there. And all, but, but, I mean, Chase is yet to win one. So we'll see um, see how he does tomorrow, if he can get a car. And a uh, second shot at this new configuration with the new uh, repaved surface and see if he can, can get a win. That'll be very popular. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, so at the top of each hour, I say good morning, Georgie, to you guys. And I give you a – I just mentioned a little city. It's one of these Radio 101. Uh, you know, I'm not reinventing the wheel here, but it's a connection with you folks. I just let you know we're thinking about you in this town, this community, this, you know – Part, part of the state, if you will. And then Sam gives this nugget out about that particular city. He has no idea I'm going to say it, but he's got some kind of connection, some sort of grip that tightens. You know, I mentioned the town and Sam comes with something else. I say all this because it just doesn't happen with these towns. He's got these little stories, these little nuggets about all manner of things having to do with areas of sports you didn't think he not only knew, but then could educate some of the people connected with the sport. So we're talking NASCAR right now. Last week we had Brandon Hutchinson come on. He's listening to us, and one of the things that Sam is telling me about is the autograph of Richard Petty and how that has come to be lately. You know, there's actually a story behind Richard Petty and how he signs his autograph. If you didn't hear this, check this out from last week. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping some knowledge this morning with the Richard Petty autograph. No risk. He there, heard that. <laughs> well, he heard. Oh, I tell gosh. you, man, people hear this stuff all the time. But Brandon, you knew that, right? No, I no. Did not. Are I you serious? The education this morning. It makes sense, I guess. But no, I, I did not know that. All right, now. So, if you weren't listening or don't know what he's talking about, Mister Crenshaw, would you enlighten our audience again as to how Richard Petty does his autograph? Well, it's because back in the day when, you know, heyday, we talk in the 60s, 70s, when he was out there with a threat to win every race, and he didn't have power steering like the cars we drive around <laughs> now. So he's out there fighting that steering wheel, wrestling and fighting the steering wheel for three, four, five hours. Um, and, and then he always had a personal policy of never turning down anyone who wanted an autograph. You wanted an autograph, and you thought enough to come to the track, come out, support racing, he was going to sign an autograph for you. And so um, he was doing so many, he didn't want to stop any. Like after the race, he would just be out there for I don't know how long just signing autographs. They said, man, you can't do that with your wrist. we got to save your wrist for driving. You know, so they, had to, they sent him to a trade school to teach him how to draw his name rather than write like we normally do. And so the wrist doesn't move. And he moves his hand and he draws the name. And if any of you Google right now, Richard Petty autograph, take a look it's at a it piece on, of art. online. It is artwork. It is artwork. So I don't know if he'll be there this week, but if he's out there this weekend, if you're going to the track and you get to be on the infield and you see him, you want an autograph, please have something better than a than a KFC napkin or something for him to get. Yeah, have something nice for the man to sign. <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, but, don't run up on him because he got security. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's you know, been but, up there but, a few but, years. but he's easy to find because he's got a big old hat that he wears. He's got and, the and Richard he, Petty hat. Absolutely. There's certain absolutely. people in the cowboy boots. Don't forget the boots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's his signature always. Anyway, we have got uh, a casting call coming up later on this hour. We're going to talk Atlanta United up next. Doug Robertson is going to join us, and we're going to say his name right. 
can talk about this match with Austin later today at Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 the game 929 the game.com and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Studios with rain falling outside our window, but you know, hey, it's a nice one to come back on. I grew a mullet just listening. <laughs> How about that, folks? Uh, glad you're with us on this Saturday morning. Um, of course, we're going to be with you here again tomorrow morning, also from six until. You 10. sure about? It? You sound like you weren't sure. Yeah, yeah, well, we're yeah, going to be here. We're going to be here very much. We paid the electric bill. We paid right, the electric cool. bill. We will we'll be here. I tell you what's going to happen across town, across downtown. Uh, later on today, Atlanta United will get to play at home uh, after playing their last three on the road. And maybe things go a little bit better. We get more than just that one point we got last week up at Red Bulls. Doug Robertson from AJC, AJC.com. Joyce is not Doug. Uh, good morning. Morning, well, Doug. How you doing? Been a minute. Morning. How are y'all? Doing great. How, how are you with this team and this season? How do you How do you sum up what we've been watching with Atlanta United? Uh, just a lot of bad, bad luck. And and just a bad few seconds in a bunch of games, and they just keep getting punished. So what can you expect? It's pretty from, simple. What can you expect in, in, in this match, if anything, against the first-time opponent? Austin is a, is a really good team. They have a, their second or the yeah their second in the West, but their goals scored and goals allowed don't match their expected goals and expected goals allowed. They're kind of outperforming in both categories. They like to press. If Atlanta United can get through that press, and they were able to against Red Bulls and NYCFC, I think you're going to see a pretty high-scoring game, a pretty fun game, actually. Doug, talk about the fact that um, you know there have been a number of players who've had to fill, do some filling in, uh, one for injuries, others for players getting called up for national teams. Uh, we see uh, Aiden McFadden um, signed on with, 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 the, with the number one team. Yeah, uh, McFadden was a draft pick in 2021 from Notre Dame. Uh, he's going to face another Notre Dame guy and a former Atlanta United player, likely John Gallagher today. Uh, but he uh, was forced to start at Toronto when Brooks Lennon uh, suffered an injury during warm-ups. Uh, he normally is an Atlanta United two player and does performs very well for the twos. But he got moved up to the senior team when Tyler Wolf got called up to the U.S. Under-20 national team and then was put into the game against Toronto as a starter when Lennon suffered his injury. And he's done, I think, really well he's not naturally a fullback he's he's naturally a, a forward but like with previous uh forwards that atlanta united has selected like gallagher and gordon wild he's been worked as a as a fullback or wingback for the twos so he's kind of learning on the fly and i think he's done a pretty good job all things considered doug robertson joining sam and greg sports radio 92 on the game 92 on the game.com all right what do you think chances these guys are going to do a good job as far as shutting down mark maxey I mean, you talk about leading score. He's got the lead, leads the league in game-winning score, um, goals. How do you shut this down? It's like other teams coming in here and trying to shut down Joseph Martinez, I suspect. Uh, it's going to take a lot of communication uh, by Atlanta United's defense. It's going to take whoever starts that defensive midfielder, uh, whether it's Ibarra or, or Sosa, just to kind of make sure that they're staying in between the ball and, and him. 
because um, he's a he's a very good player. Uh, yeah, Atlanta United did not do very well in the previous game at NYCFC against Castellanos, last year's Golden Boot winner. He scored two goals. He was left unmarked or, or found space twice for those goals. Those are those mistakes I was talking about earlier that keep getting punished for Atlanta United. But it's going to be a tall order. They could do it. I mean, the the central the center backs are, are athletic enough and, and fast enough and smart enough. It's just they have to be locked down for 90 minutes and not 89 minutes and 55 seconds. Just a reminder, Atlanta United versus Austin. You can hear pregame at uh, 6.30, kick at 7, right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. I mentioned Joseph Martinez. There's a feat he could have if he scores a goal against these guys, and that is that he will have scored a goal against every team in the league. How many guys have done that? I think he would be the first. I think. I I, I don't know of another guy who's done that. Oh, I mean, I'm sure somebody must have done it before all this expansion started happening. I'd have to go back into the MLS record books and look that one up. Uh, that was a really good question. But I think he'd be the first in this age of MLS to do it. Um, you know, a couple, some of the teams haven't been around long enough for other guys to score against, or they haven't got to play them yet. Yep, yep, that's fantastic. That's a pretty cool. It's pretty cool, though, huh? Very yeah. cool, very cool, and it's quite telling um, when you think of you know him accomplishing that and how long Atlanta United has been and been around for him to uh, score. That's pretty prolific, folks. We're spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with Doug Robertson this morning from AJC. He is social. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. At Doug Robertson AJC at Doug Robertson AJC. This is the first of I think three at home. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the three on the road, you expected to get more. You had hoped that you could have gotten, you know, a, at least a win and one or two, and looked like you you should have had at least one uh, of those three. Now home and the next three opponents. What are the chances? Do you feel like this team can uh, can pull off some wins and get some momentum rolling here? Yeah, that road trip uh, didn't go at all like Atlanta United hoped. They should have had three points against Red Bulls. They gave up those two late goals. And now they're in a stretch of, I don't know how last night's games impacted the playoffs yet, but they're in a stretch of like seven of eight against playoff teams. And they haven't beaten a playoff team this season, a team above the playoff line. They only beat one last season. So beating Austin today would be a big, big confidence boost and would be a good sign for these next Three, because Real Salt Lake is also a very tough team upcoming. The Galaxy are a tough team uh, after that. And um, it, it, they've, they've got to win these home games. If they want to get back into this playoff race, they're five points behind New England for the seventh and final playoff spot. And, you know, we all know that the team does not get typically good results on the road. So they won a home playoff game, and they're, they're far away from getting that spot. So they've got to start rattling off a win streak. And once they do that, and MLS, you win three games and you're right back in the playoff line. But that's what they've got to do. Hey, Doug, this is Eric, the producer. So by this time next week, when next Sunday rolls around, you're talking about Atlanta United playing six matches in, what, 14, 15 days. How do you think manager Gonzalo Pineda is going to alter his rotation to give some guys some rest and keep these legs a little fresh? I mean, you, you were talking about a lot of minutes in a really short amount of time. Yeah, they don't have a lot of players left, unfortunately. They weren't able to use uh, all the slots uh, on their bench on those three road games because of injuries. They were too short, I think, in in at least the last two games. Um, I think you're going to start to see – I I think you'll see two of the new signings play today uh, in Parata, uh, the center back, and Godinho, the goalkeeper. They might make their debuts today. 
But then it's Sosa is no longer on the injury report. Whatever illness he had, he seems to be over. So he's going to be able to come into the midfield, but they lost Emerson Hyman for, what is it, six to eight weeks. So they, they're just kind of running out of bodies. They, they have up front, they can plug in Cisneros or Dwyer at any of the wings or at striker, and that would give you know some of those guys, Almada, Martinez, and Arahujo a rest. The attacking midfielder can be Almada. Moreno can slide in there. So I think you're just going to see a lot of uh, rotation within the same group of players, uh, but you're not going to see any wholesale changes because they just don't have enough players anymore. Folks, please be spending some time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Doug Robertson from AJC and AJC.com. Once again, uh, he is social. You can find him on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC. Doug, have had a chance to get a talk, chance to talk with you since the announcement about World Cup here. Um, just get your thoughts on what that means potentially for the area. Um, might there be an infusion of facilities uh, also uh, around the region uh, having that type of impact, a uh, lasting impact? Just thoughts about some things, the possibilities of what we may see here in the coming years. I never thought in my life that I would see Atlanta get to host a World Cup game, for starters. Uh, and it's likely going to be more than one game. Um, it's just fantastic. As for what it could do for soccer in the region, soccer is already pretty darn popular uh, in the city. I think you might see a lot more pitches uh, get built, a lot more of the mini pitches uh, that Soccer in the Streets and, and the Arthur Blank Foundation and stuff are putting in around the state. Um, I think you're just – the biggest impact, I, I think, is just going to be seeing a lot of, of kids who haven't had an opportunity to play recreation soccer or even pickup soccer uh, in certain parts of the city and in, in, in certain suburbs, maybe get their head turned and, and say, "Hey, I want to try this. I want to. I saw this cool thing in one of the qualifying games. I want to. I want to go out there and try to be that guy." I think that's going to be the biggest impact as far as facilities and things like that. I don't know what else could be built. You know, the teams that'll be here will likely train at Atlanta United or at one of the other local private schools. We've got enough hotels. I think it's just going to be more mini pitches and just more interest in the sport. And maybe one of those kids that try soccer for the first time can become the next Joseph Martinez or something. Right. Now, will we, are we going to handle the traffic better than we did when the Olympics came in 96? <laughs> See, now you're talking we, about we, we're not, we're bringing not, up we're, stuff. We're not going to rent them bus drivers from out of town. So here you go. You take you the people out to the venue. You got folks the city listening here now. I'm just saying, you know, they had those rental bus drivers. When they were making that announcement, I was thinking about that. And all the souvenir <laughs> stands and all that just junk. <laughs> that was around the city during the Olympics. Yeah. I, I actually was thinking about that. <laughs> Going, please, God, don't let that happen again. <laughs> and no, and no silver pickups driving around the stadium floor like in the opening ceremonies of that one that time. That was just weird too. I, I do want to say this though, when you guys you, you, you joke about this, but it got me thinking about last week when we were here, and you guys are talking about the World Cup, all right? Right. So last week we did our broadcast downstairs, Doug, um, for the Peachtree Road Race. And mm-hmm. one of the things that was noticeable was the police presence, where the officials, because of the world that we live in in 2022. And I hope that this city, this state, excuse me, and all the others here in America, but especially here in Atlanta, they are prepared to make the necessary adjustments that's going to come to their life when they see the presence of law enforcement from around the world that's going to be, if they weren't here for the Olympics, you talk about the security that's going to be in place in this city for this event, for those times. 
I'm just telling you, it's folks. You just got to be prepared for it. Just you know, we want to be an international city. These are the kinds of things. These are the kind of events that, when they prepare for them, our world is going to change just a bit, if not more. And hopefully, they will be um, prepared for that. And that's. I just want to bring that up. And, and do you agree with that? Because it's gonna. We don't even know what it's gonna look like because it's 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 changing with every X amount of months. No. That, yep. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. People are going to have to be patient. Likely lines are going to be longer to get into to things and, and, you know, more security and just more steps are going to have to be taken. And, and you didn't even bring up the, you know, COVID uh, proof of vaccinations and, and all that stuff, because it is going to be a, a worldwide, a global wide audience coming to Atlanta uh, for what I'm hoping is going to be group stage games and semifinal games. Um, there's going to be a lot of protocols that are going to be in place and people are just going to have to be patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what a time. What a time to look forward to to having uh, in our city and soccer, of course, with Atlanta United having been the, the, the catalyst. Who knew? Who knew we were going to start in soccer here and it's going to be breaking records and be this runaway box office hit? That's fantastic. We want to get back there again. The first thing we got to do is make it to the playoffs. So, Doug, keys to a win before we let you go. Keys to a win today. What, what, what must we see? Uh, Atlanta United's got to score first. It's not good when the other team scores first. Uh, their record is awful when the other team scores first. And they, they've got to be locked in for 90 minutes. They've had a chance to win or draw so many games, but they'll commit that one mental pause, and opponents just keep punishing them. I mean, really, it's that simple. Score first and just stay locked in for 90 minutes. Um, it's been a problem for this team for a few years now. But if they can do that, they'll get the three points, and it would be a massive three points for both their confidence and uh, this homestand. Yeah. we got to thank this guy for getting up and being a part of the show this morning. I know it. Bringing in knowledge. Written ready for the match today. And if you got some time before you're going out there, go out to Atlanta Motor Speedway and ride a mechanical bull. they got two of them. <laughs> We're trying to get people out there. I've, done the, uh, I've done the NASCAR experience out there. That was a lot of fun. Ah, uh, you go. Brandon yeah, loves nah. hearing that, man. Yeah, nah. Don't let the rain deter you. Get on out there and enjoy what we got here in this city. Uh, Doug, Doug Robertson, as always, man, we thank you for coming out and talking Atlanta United with us. Hey, no problem. And it's a full-capacity stadium tonight, don't forget. So uh, get there early or you're going to get stuck in traffic. Wow. There you go. There we go now. Go. All right, appreciate it, Doug. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Doug. All right, guys. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye. Coming up again in the 9 o'clock hour, we got two guests. One, well, he's a friend of the show. He's a regular. That's Joe Patrick. We're going to talk Braves, everything, Major League Baseball, the all-star voting, but we don't always get a Hall of Famer, an NFL Hall of Famer, on our show. We are scheduled to have Michael Irvin join us in the 9 o'clock hour. That is all coming up. But up next, going to let you know about some job opportunities and where you can find them in front of and behind the camera. It's a casting call. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg um, <laughs> on this ninth day of July. want to thank you for making us a part of your Saturday morning and your weekend. We'll be here again tomorrow from 6 until 10. Mr. Crenshaw giving me the, the breakdown of a concert he went to with Isaac Hayes. And what did you say? 
You got to turn that back in the day. He was wearing like a, a thing covered with nothing but chains. Like, that, like yeah. He, yeah. Yeah, he wore. And uh, it, it was like, but that's, that's that was the time during that, that time is when he came out. What he came out and performed and uh, multi-talented dude. Played piano, played, played a little saxophone. He's, he falls into that category where you got a group of folks that know him from Shaft and his music career, and then you got the next generation that just know him as Chef. Yeah. From but, South but Park. In between all that. And he got family living here. He lived here yeah. in Atlanta for a time. Well, we played it because of Richard Roundtree's birthday. Oh, my goodness. 80 years old today. Shaft. Richard Roundtree. Hey, hey, those happy are, birthday. Those are good movies. He made four of them. Yeah. Or <laughs> he was in they, four of them. They were, they, they, and they, they, to me, they, 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 those were good movies. He, but he's so associated with that role, that character. Yeah. It was hard for him to break out and do anything. I mean, he did some love boats and some, you know, he was in Roots. Yeah. That was one he's in, yeah. you know. But And then eventually when they brought Shaft back, he ended up being in yep. the, with, with, with Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Uh, give us a, we're going to check the poll here in just a second here. want to remind you, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, we are going to talk to Joe Patrick. Now, we got we got a couple guests joining us, so we're going to put Joe right top of the hour. Joe's going to wear just one of his hats today, one of his three hats. Yeah, he, he's, okay. he's a three-hat man. He's a three-hat man, but we just got through talking about Atlanta United, which is one of them. Uh, not much movement going on, but soon there will be. Story's coming out of Falcons camp. But now we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk baseball with him, Braves, which is always fun to talk about here recently. Yeah. But also what else is going on around Major League Baseball All-Stars. and the All Star Game coming yes. up. Yes. So we will be talking to him. But later on in the nine o'clock hour, this could be the first time because I think Calvin Johnson, when he joined us, he didn't have the gold jacket yet. This could be the first NFL Hall of Famer that we have on the show. You think so? I I can't. I don't think Calvin was in yet. I think no, he, he was, wasn't. I, I think he, he he knew he was one in, but yeah. he had not been inducted. He hadn't been inducted yet. Yeah. But we have got Michael Irvin, got the playmaker joining us, coming up in the nine o'clock hour. Michael here. And we're gonna talk some football with him, but he's here for NASCAR. Yeah. So we're gonna get his thoughts on a number of things. That is all coming up. Uh, you know what else is birthday today? Is that. And I, I bear the lead. I talked about all these other folks. Richard Roundtree. Uh, if you weren't listening earlier, talked about Jimmy Smith. He's 67 today. Hold on to something. At 75 years old today, O.J. Simpson. It Whoa. is his birthday. Wow. But also, Kevin Nash. You know, wrestling fans yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Nash, 63 years old. And Courtney Love. Whoa. Is 58 years old. A number of birthdays. Here. But the one that I should have led off with is Tom Hanks. Oh, man. Tom Hanks is 66 years old today. Really? You go into a desert island like he was in, 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 um, I can't think of the name of the movie. Yeah, Castaway. Castaway. Castaway, yeah. What Tom Hanks movies are you taking with you? Oh, my uh, give, give me three, if you can. Eric, three Tom Hanks movies you're taking with you on a desert island. You know, you're saying you got three albums, you got three movies. Which am, Tom Hanks are you taking with you? I am taking Big. Yeah, so I was thinking that one too. I'm okay. taking Philadelphia so I can get a little bit of him and a little bit of my boy Denzel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I will take um, Captain uh, Phillips. That was a good one. Oh, we get that one. Yeah, okay. Saving Private Ryan and. Uh, with, That's it. Um, Gump. Sleep was in Seattle. Oh, look at you, your little ro- romantic comedy self. Yeah, man. Ooh. Sam's a sensitive guy. He yeah. Wait, 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 wait a minute. He's Come so, on. He's so sensitive. <laughs> you want to go out for a salad that was a later? Good, that, was a good, <laughs> that was a good movie. 
let's, go, let's go out for a cob salad. <laughs> cob salad. <laughs> And, and, and one of those, one of those skinny margaritas. Oh man! The, the, but think about it. You said, "How old is he today?" Sixty-six. And in the movie Big, he said, "I'm gonna be a thirty-year-old forever." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He thought he, he said, "I think he said I'm gonna be thirty years old for the rest of my life." <laughs> I, I, I'm taking Saving Private Ryan. I'm taking um, Gump because there's so many other elements in both Gump. of those. And here's a sleeper movie. Um, that thing you do. Okay, because he if you don't know that movie, it's you know, and he got music in it, obviously, but it is about one hit wonders, and it's a it's a story of a band, and of course he brings it back to the '60s, okay, when they used to have you know Dick Clark and Bandstand. By the way, today is the anniversary of that Dick Clark's first appearance on Bandstand. Really? Yep, really? happened on this day. All right, well, real quick before you, I'll give you another sleeper for Tom Hanks, Bachelor Party. That's a good one too. Yeah. That crazy con- Tawny Katan. Yeah. Rest yeah. in peace. But yeah. she beat the you know what out of Sean. Was it Charlie? <laughs> okay. fin- his Finley? Yeah. Ch- um, no. Steve Finley. What was his name? Oh man, baseball pitcher for the Angels, and they were they were they were married, and she allegedly took him out a couple times. They get in arguments, and she won heels and el- <laughs> you know <laughs> radiators and whatever she can find to throw at him, but. <laughs> She was also, she was, you know, the White Snake videos. That's so, right. That's right. Yeah, they got you going there. 929thegame.com slash casting call. You are going to see not a list this week because I have decided during the holidays here when the things are slow to focus on how those of you who have a skill set that lends itself to being on a crew can find where they post jobs behind the camera. Now, I talked this week, by the way, they reached out to me because I've been down in Florida and they heard I was gone. So I heard from not only uh, casting Taylor May, Heather, January, and I regularly communicate back and forth from Destination Casting. And Patrick, who was going to run by, by the way, did he stop by the broadcast area? He was in the Peachtree Road Race. Really? And he was hitting me up like he was going to stop by, but I told him, you know, I had to leave at 9 o'clock. So if he did stop by, I was going to be gone, but, you know, I told him he should stop by. And... He's a big sports fan. They have all got big projects coming up. I will start the list again coming up next week. But again, I don't do this. I haven't done this enough in the past. So I've done it twice in the last few months during the holidays. And I'm going to continue to because there's always this like roller coaster like ebb and flow to the film industry here. And you know, you never know when a show is going to wrap. TV show is going to start up again, whatever. So there's no real time unless I make it to let those who want to get on a crew who don't want to be in front of the camera but looking to maybe leave the job they have, take it somewhere down the street. So if you go, again, 929thegame.com slash casting call, you'll see the link starting you at georgia.org and walking you through where to find the help wanted. You also have a couple connections to people who will help you with voiceover work. I also have the link to the Georgia Department of Labor. I also have a basic breakdown of how to submit yourself if you've never done that before. And what am I missing? Oh, the link of the, uh, the list of the casting directors. Okay. So if you don't want to wait for me and Sam to come back tomorrow, later today you want to look, or on Tuesday or whatever. By the way, Tuesday I'm with Ramona on V103. Okay. And then Monday, tomorrow I'll be back with Cannon. Me and Cannon have been missing each other on Star 94. He's had something going on. I was gone. Holidays. So we'll be back on with him on Monday. Okay. Talking casting call. Yeah. So, again, there are a um, number of ways you can find out what is going on. But, you know, stay in your lane. And and I've said this to the people who 
want to get jobs behind the camera, it's not a bad idea to do an extra job. Here's why. Once you get on set, you can start talking to people. You can talk to the crew. You can find out because, yes, they are going to post these jobs. Yes, you have opportunities to get on some of these crews. But like every other opportunity when it comes to employment, it's about who you know. Now, that's not to say if you don't know anybody, you're not going to get in. That usually gets you to the next step. But they need bodies. They are no different than any other business right now. They need people. One of the things I'm going to do, if not tomorrow, next week, um, one of my very, 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 very close friends, Mila Rain, is going to come on the show. Okay. And Mila um, is the head of a locations department. The locations department on a movie crew is kind of like the Marines. They're the first ones in. Disney decides they're going to shoot a movie in Atlanta. It's going to be called Fantasy Football, which, wink, 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 yours truly is in. That's coming up. Okay. And they need to figure out where they're going to shoot it. And this decision is made in July. We're going to start shooting in November. As soon as this, this decision is made, that locations crew, they go to Georgia. They go to Atlanta. They may go down to Tifton. Okay. They would watch their speed. Yeah. But they may go anywhere they need to go to try to find the locations that they need and line those up, secure those, get the permits to start shooting. And she will also tell us if they need some folks. So, again, they have just also, she won an award. Or she, excuse me, she got nominated. for. They give out awards for these different departments, part of a movie crew. Okay. You were the, just like, you know, art design and right, sound and right, things like that. Right. Well, finding the proper location. I will never forget when I first started doing this, and this place was Dave FM, and right behind you are the Colony Square condominiums. They may have a different name right now. But if you know these apartments, the way they look, they have balconies and nice windows and everything, but they have cement blocks that separate the buildings, right, right. or the, the apartments. Brought... Bill Marinella up here from Marinella Casting. And we were standing in the program director's office, which is where Dutch's office is. You, you folks listening, you don't know, but it's, it's, it's up against the windows where you can see out into these condominiums. Right. And we were up there talking. I had just started doing the casting call, so I was introducing some of these casting directors to the folks up here. And Bill walked through, and he said hello, and, <laughs> and he can get distracted this way. He's a great guy, but he can, you know. Shiny objects make him go look the other way. <laughs> yeah. And he looked out the window and he went, oh, man, this would be a perfect set for something being shot in Beirut. They see things like artists okay. see things that we would never be able to connect. Like, there's the last thing I'm thinking about is Beirut. <laughs> when I look at that place, it's like one of the top condominiums yeah. in this city. But yet this is what he saw. And that's how they get chosen to be a part of these areas. Who knew that part of Ansley Park looked like, you know, parts of, of, of Northern California? But it's been used in projects. Who thought out there by, by Falcon Airport looked like, you know, L.A. that they use for Drop Dead Diva? So all these little pockets in this city. That's why, the, you know, the industry loves Georgia. we got every landmass short of an iceberg and a desert. Well, we got something in the state down. Of Georgia. I, I discovered something we got down. I'm gonna show you a picture of it in a little while, but I, I discovered something we have down outside Columbus. I was like, "What? How about there? It's just something different. It's, it's, it's a park that looks like a miniature version of the Grand Canyon." What? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 and you would think we, what, we, there's we, a crater we, or someplace in yes. <laughs> oh, 
I mean, it 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 it's, it, 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 it is, has evolved into it due to due to some things that took place down there as far as you know farming and whatnot. Okay, but it just turned into this. I, we'll look it up when we get on the break. Because you won't okay. believe it. You won't believe it till I show it to you. Well, I'm sure somebody somebody's probably used it before. I'm sure. I'm sure they have. And, right. it, and it's here in the state of Georgia. Uh, Greg.Clarkson, Odyssey.com. If you've got any questions about any of this stuff, you want to just know what to do next, and I, I yeah, I make you send me an email because you ain't tweeting me and all that stuff. This way I know you're serious. You shoot, <laughs> you shoot me an email, I know you're serious. I will absolutely respond. It may take a couple hours. It may take a couple days, but I will absolutely get back to you. You can see this uh, list, by the way, right now also. On get cast with Greg on Twitter. Do are we, oh, we're up against it. We don't have time to update the uh, poll real quick. Is Godfather still in the lead? It was all about James Con, and you know this is our first opportunity. I know a few other shows have talked about this, but what's your favorite James Con movie? Godfather, Misery, or uh, Brian Song, or other? Yes, Godfather is still leading the way. However, Brian Song has slid into second place slightly over Misery with twenty four percent of the vote. So it's forty four percent for the Godfather. 24% for Brian's song and 20% for Misery. There you go. We got a Hall of Famer coming up in the next hour. It is Michael Irvin. He is going to join us. But up next, Joe Patrick. Going to talk Braves and All-Star Game. Up next is Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 